0: Honestly, what keeps me moving forward, I could easily just kick my leg up and focus on the pain. And I don't want to do that. Uh, I want to turn pain to purpose. And what turns pain to purpose to me is...
1: Welcome to the Dr. Espen Podcast, where we explore the latest in quantum science, personal development, consciousness and spirituality, health, as well as business and money mastery. Join me as I interview experts from all over the world sharing the most incredible stories of transformation. This is where we provide you with the exact tools and coaching activities you need to expand your consciousness in each of the eight areas of your life. For more info on our events, programs, coaching, etc., go to DrEspen.com for the full quantum experience. Welcome to the Dr. Espen podcast. I'm Espen today. I am humbly excited and very, very grateful to have this conversation with all of you listening to Amberly Lago. Amberly is a peak performance coach, TEDx speaker, podcaster and leading expert in the field of resilience and transformation. This is going to be a conversation about resilience, about how to turn your obstacles into opportunities. Emily is the the best-selling author of True Grit and Grace and the founder of Unstoppable Life Masterminds. She's been on the NBC Today show, The Doctors, Hallmark, and featured in a whole bunch of magazines and outlets throughout the world. She's also a very well-known keynote speaker and has featured in many different types of shares around the world. And one of the things that really got me the most interested in this was her story. You got to stay tuned for this story. And and as you're hearing the story, I'd like you to, to tune in and feel what it is in your life that you've been through that's challenged you and how you can use these powerful tools of grit, grace, and resilience in your own life. This is going to be an incredible conversation. I want to say a very special welcome to the podcast, Ambly. How are you today?
0: Oh my goodness. Thank you so much for having me on. We've been trying to make this happen for a long, long time. And I am so grateful to be here with you and to be with your amazing listeners who I know love you because of all the value that you offer them. So Thank you so much for having me here
1: with you today. It's an absolute privilege. Amberly and I had a very quick chat before we pressed record and she was explaining to me how she's in a lot of pain today and she you'll learn why in a moment and she still wanted to show up for everybody so it's again a, mm. an absolute appreciation from us and and you know the value that comes out of this is definitely life-changing. So let's stay tuned. I want to start there Amberly. Uh, tell us about your accident. What happened? and then how this has led you to become one of the world's leading coaches and teachers in the field of resilience today.
0: Oh, well, it's pretty crazy because I never in the world imagined that I would be teaching on resilience, but my whole life changed in the blink of an eye back in 2010 when I had the career of my dreams. I had a fitness company, employed several of their trainers, and was sponsored by Nike and doing infomercials and regularly contributed to, like, Shape Magazine and fitness, and oh, everything changed. I was hit by an SUV coming home on my motorcycle and thrown 30 feet. I hit and and looked down at my leg and it was crumbled into pieces and taken to the hospital. And when I got to the hospital, put an induced coma. And when I woke up from a coma, they said, you, this is basically like a war wound. You have a 1% chance of saving your leg from amputation because it's, it's crumbled into pieces And I hung on to that 1% chance. And it was my glimmer of hope that held me on through 34 surgeries that basically saved my leg and got me through the hospital stay the first time. And that's what I think I really want people to focus on is like, What is the right thing to focus on? I focused on that 1% chance. And that 1% chance is what got me through those 34 surgeries and got me through the hospital. And you know what? Like you said, when we first started, it's still not easy because as a result of this accident, I was diagnosed with complex regional pain syndrome, which leaves me in constant chronic pain And right before we got on this call, my husband was like, you shouldn't do this interview. I can tell you're in a lot of pain. And he sees me. He knows me. He knows when I'm in a lot of pain. And he's like, I can see you're in a lot of pain. I know you're in a lot of pain. You shouldn't do this. And I honestly, I did not want to not show up for you. But I was like, "Okay, how can I do this? I'm going to do it my best. I'm going to show up. But yeah, I'm still in a lot of pain and the skills that I have learned throughout this journey is what I am passionate about teaching
1: other people. That's absolutely incredible. I've seen the pictures from the accident. It's not like, hey, I had an accident and well, let's put it this way. I had an accident too, 2006. I crashed a 600cc motorcycle and I broke both my legs, fractured a part of you my pelvis. Did. Mhm. Mhm. But nothing compared to what you've been through. And yeah, I got a a really nasty staph infection, I almost died in hospital twice, breath work literally saved my life, but nothing compared to the pain and the challenges that you've gone through, 30 plus surgeries years and years of rehabilitation and, and ongoing pain. So again, acknowledging you for that time. For those out there experiencing pain in different ways, maybe not as severe, maybe worse, whatever it is, it's real for us and it's real for them. Tell us about resilience, I mean, you started beautifully there and believe by saying you focus on that one percent and we know that what we focus on is what we find so you defied the odds by focusing on what mattered to you not on what you didn't have but what what hope and chance you did have where else can one go to to tap into that true inner power and resilience that is there
0: Well, you know what? I know a lot of people listening might say, well, hey, I've never had to deal with a life changing accident or motorcycle accident or anything like that, or they've never been hit by a car. And thank God. But you know what? I think we've all been hit by something, Mm. whether it's in our personal life, our finances, our business whatever we've all been hit by something especially in the last couple of years and i think the thing that really really helped me is focusing on my mindset and i got oh man let me tell you i got crushed by this i was on the doctor's tv and i i was in a support group and that's another thing i want to make sure people are in the right group, but I know people that are listening to you, they're, they're with you for a reason because they love all you share. I was in a support group for people with complex regional pain syndrome and I wasn't on the doctor's TV. And after I was on there, you know, they compacted the interview and they cut out stuff about all the things that I had tried and people in the support group were like, Oh, She's awful. No way has she had CRPS. There's no way she can get through this with her mindset and blah, blah, blah. Well, no way can I just get through it with my mindset. But yeah, it starts with your mindset. I think mindset is key. And from right away, like I focused when the doctors told me, Oh God, you're, you're basically screwed we're going to have to amputate your leg. You only have a 1% chance of saving your leg. I was like, okay, I'm focusing on the 1% chance. That 1% chance is what led me to a doctor who was willing to take me on the journey of saving my leg and saved my leg. And I focused every single day on what I could control And let go of what I couldn't control. And the thing that helped me with that, and this may help you, if you're listening to this and you're like, well, you know what? I'm having a hard time. I'm stuck. Whatever it may be. Every single day, no matter how hard it is, and no matter what I'm going through, and how sucky of a day or hard of a day I'm going through, I focus on what I'm grateful for, And I say that because I know in the hospital, there was a moment where I was in the bed and I was looking on the TV and on the TV, let me tell you, there was this gorgeous girl in a bikini running across the screen and her family running after her. And I thought to myself, oh my gosh, what if my husband doesn't love me? anymore? What if I can't chase after my kids? What if I can never wear a bikini? All these scars. What if I don't get to save my leg tomorrow? What if I die? Like the list was going on and on and on how horrible I felt. And I thought, well, wait a minute. There was a, a notepad next to me and I grabbed it and I started writing down Everything I was grateful for. Now, part of this was because I grew up in a very, you know, my mom, we went to church every Sunday and she demanded, we wrote thank you notes to everybody. I didn't want to forget to write a thank you note to anybody who brought flowers or food or came to see me in the hospital. So I started writing down a note, everything I was grateful for, all the Thank you notes that I didn't want to forgot to, I I didn't want to forget to write thank you notes to these people. And I noticed how it made me feel Mm. and it immediately shifted my perspective on what I did have and what I can do instead of what I didn't have and what I can't do.
1: I love this. And you know, it's it's the oldest story in the book, you know, do uh, gratitude, write down a gratitude list, Uh, keep a gratitude journal focus on the things that you're grateful for. Mm -hmm. But I think also it's understated, honestly, because if you were to look at the practice out of 10 people, how many people are doing a, a, a daily gratitude practice and they're conscious of the practice and it is a practice, not just random. And I think the majority of those people would not. And so again, if you're listening to this and if you're not actually cultivating a regular ongoing focus on what it is that you have been blessed How do you expect the universe to give you more things to be blessed by if you don't already cultivate gratitude for the things you've got? So what if we start that today? What if we bring joy into our lives, even if they're amazing Or even if they're not amazing, what if we focus on today, the things that we've been blessed and start that process? It is a fundamental universal law. I truly do believe it's a reason why it's in, in the Bible, in every tradition, in every religion, in every culture. Focus on what you're grateful for and you get more things to be grateful for. And it's a practice. It's not a, I heard about this gratitude thing. Did it maybe last month? No, it's a way of living. This is so, so powerful. When you've gone through this process and, and as we know, you're still in pain and we understand focus mindset comes first, sprinkling gratitude and appreciation into the things that we've been blessed. I, I bet you can't wait to go and give your husband a hug and just lie down and chill and relax and, you know, that sort of stuff. All of the beautiful things. I want to ask you, if we're looking at our lives and we realize that there are some things that are out of balance uh, or maybe some things that we'd like to improve. What are some of the steps that we take after that? What are some of the most powerful tools that you've ever come across?
0: Honestly, I'm being completely real with you. I haven't figured that out. And we are still trying to figure that out in my family because my husband is retired. I'm the sole breadwinner. And my oldest daughter is in college and my youngest daughter is still home and she's in high school And we're still trying to figure it all out. I think that when you are really in a line with who you are and what you do and what your purpose is, then you can move forward and you can go, okay, this is what I'm doing. And so what I had to do for me and myself, because let me tell you, People say, Oh, I'm distracted with the kids and this and that. I'm like, No, I'm distracted with my husband who is retired and wants my attention all the time. I'm being real with you. I have had to come out with hours that I know specifically that I will not be interrupted. So that's 4 30 to 5 in the morning until 7 30 in the morning. I know. They're knocked out. They're asleep. They're not going to be awake. That is my time to nail out the most Mm. important things for me to get to move the needle on my business. And I say move the needle on my business because, look, you might wake up at those times and you might want to scroll through Instagram. Believe me, I do, too. I want to scroll. I want to scroll. I have to stop myself. No, What are the most important times for you to move the needle on your business? You can scroll through social media other times that, I don't know, this is horrible to say, but at a stoplight. Is that bad? Is that bad?
1: (laughs) I'm loving realness. Thank you.
0: I'm just being real. I mean, come on. I try to put my phone down. Hey, But you know what? Find the times that you can really not be distracted and you can really put your attention on exactly what you want to do and make that your time. You're going to move the needle in your business.
1: Spot on. And I think this is really good. I love the tangible steps here. And and as we often do for our listeners and viewers, recommending that if you're listening to this and and you're actually wanting to apply these tools, either one, pause this recording right now, write down the exact step, go to your calendar, put in to your calendar the exact times that you will be uninterrupted, that you will be moving the needle on your business. then press. You know, do it, do it now. Press play and then and continue later. Or if you're driving, you're listening to this and you cannot, put a mental note, come back to it and do it later because that is absolutely fundamental. I know that for most of us, And I do just the same, Emily. I'll tell you, I'm up in the morning, 5 a.m., and it's my time. I do not turn my phone on because then the messages, the interference comes in. (laughs) I'm just there with me, with my breath, with my yoga, with my movement, with my prayer, with my gratitude, with me, you know, with my favorite tea. Sometimes I have coffee, all the good stuff. And then I turn my phone on. And I do my work and then, you know, other people's work day would start. I think this is really important. And even if you're not an entrepreneur or a business owner, if you're a single mom, single dad, that time in the morning when it's still, when no one is interfering, where you can read your favorite book, where you could journal, whenever... Whatever, oh my gosh, what a beautiful experience. So thank you for mentioning this and and let us all take a moment to think about the non-negotiables. Yes,
0: it is the non-negotiables, right? Mm. Yeah, yeah, I agree.
1: That's beautiful. Okay, so you've come far. You've inspired so many people and you're still in pain. You're still showing up. I mean, this is a broader type question, and it's, of course, a, a subjective question, but I'd love to ask it. What do you feel is going on in the world right now, and what do you believe is the best way for us to show up and respond to to the changes that we're experiencing?
0: Oh, that's such a great question. You know, I was just such a great question. I was just at an event and this last weekend, and this lady came up to me. I came off the elevator, and there's a circle of women. They're like, "Oh, Amberly, can we take a picture with you?" And I was like, "Oh my God, why would people want to take a picture with me?" But yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, and I was talking to some of the women in the the circle, and I look over, and there's this lady that has tears in her eyes, and she goes. I don't know if you remember me, but I owe you an apology. And I was like, oh, I think, yeah, I think I remember you. And I was like, yeah, I remember her. She was interested in my mastermind. And then she waited too long to respond. And the mastermind was closed and she was really upset that she was like, I can't believe your mastermind closed. And why wouldn't you tell me your mastermind closed? And I was like, oh, well, I'm sorry. You should have got it when when you had it. But she subscribed to my newsletter. And there was this newsletter that I sent out. And, you know, I often send out quotes and stuff like that along with what I'm saying. And I guess in this newsletter, I sent out a quote that I can't remember who the quote was from, but it was something about like, once you decide the universe will have your back or something, and I can't remember exactly who the quote was from off the top of my head. Anyway, she sent me a really hateful email back, about how I thought you were a woman of faith and how could you send something out like this and blah, blah, blah. And I just sent her back love. Mm. And I just sent her back love. I was like, you know what? I sent her back love. Anyway, I ran into her at this event and she was like, you know what? I learned so much from you from the time that you sent me that email and I owe you an apology. I was judgmental. It was a cancel culture. And I realized that. And I think that what we need to do more than ever is to just do things with love, Like Mm. send out love, 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 love. Like there are people that might send you a message or a DM or, Maybe you're driving past them in the car. We need more love. Mm. We need love as the answer. That's what we need. And let me tell you, I could have easily responded to that email with some kind of like, how dare you? Like I was trying to help you and this is what you give me or whatever. I just responded As love. And you know what? It came back to me two years later as Mm. love, pure love, and it transformed her life. It Mm. took a little while, but you know what? Love is the way. It might be delayed gratification,
1: but love is the way. Just letting that pause for a moment, letting that sink into your nervous system for those watching and listening, because there is no better truth than what was just spoken. Love as a fundamental constituent of the universe, it truly is. Uh, it is our opportunity to receive what we want, uh, you know, to give mm-hmm. it first and then so we can receive it. And we know it's hard. How would you respond with love when someone sends you hate? You know, I think it's the ego then and the self-protection and the judgment and the mind. What if we could just take a breath, put that aside and think, if this person, if this email, if this whatever is a projection of me, because we're all one, trying to teach myself something, what is the answer? The answer is love. What you just did took everything to a whole nother level. Have you learned to love the accident and the things that you've been through? And, and, and what do you think God would give you such a challenge?
0: Well, I've had people say, would you take it all back? Would you? And, you know, I don't think about taking it all back. I think about just accepting where I am. And honestly, what keeps me moving forward? I could easily just kick my leg up and focus on the pain. And I don't want to do that. Uh, I want to turn pain to purpose. And what turns pain to purpose to me is by being able to share tips and tools on how I get through it. And and yeah, so no, I don't want to sit there. I, I think that, you know, being able to take it one day at a time, one step at a time, Helps me, and I want to help others do that. I have a resilience toolkit that your listeners can grab from the website. They can just go on Instagram and Amberly Logo Motivation, and I'm happy to email them that free download. But also, I'm happy to email them a
1: fifty percent off of my event code. Awesome. That's amazing, thank you so much and of course, the website is emily Lago that is l a g o dot com so for any more information and the podcast and everything the i I want to hear a little bit about the true grit and grace. I love the combination of grit and grace, the masculine, the feminine, the power, and yet the softness and the love. What did you come up with, and how did you come up with true grit and grace?
0: Oh my goodness, well, because grit I was all about the grit I was all about I was a tomboy. And I was a fighter, and I was like, I did everything on my own. And I remember the doctor telling me in the hospital when I went in, he's like, are you the kind of girl that likes to push through pain? And I was like, he can tell I've got a PhD in grit. Like, I (laughs) prided myself in grit. I was like, always all about the grit. It wasn't until going through my journey that I had to learn about the grace in giving myself grace. Mm -hmm. And you can see if you guys are watching this on YouTube or if you're listening to this, I've got true grit and grace written on my wall. And it's because it has taken the grit, like the hard, hard work, but it's also learning to give myself grace to get through the hard moments. And I think that that's very important for all of us to like, you know, so many of us, especially as entrepreneurs are like, we got to grit it out. We just got to grind, grind, grind. No, that leads to burnout. I had so many misconceptions about grit. I was like, I had health scares that Led me to think that, oh, well, this is grit and this is, this is how I'm gritting it out. No sacrifice that made me feel like, oh, this is grit. This is great. This, no, no. We have got to come to a time where we put our self care in focus because So many of us, especially as entrepreneurs, we're going to burn out. We're going to end up in ICU like I did. I mean, I was in ICU. And so when I say the grace, I mean, giving myself some grace, Mm. allowing God's grace to Mm. flow in. And so that's what's been. Uh, a big learning experience for me and hey I don't have it all figured out I'm still learning I am still learning about how to do the grit with the grace and let it you know I don't know do you have it figured out
1: Oh, no, far far from it. And I think that's the great mystery of life. I don't want to have it all figured out. I think my soul would be bored if I knew everything. I, I'd love to have the, the unknowing and the mystical and the surprises. And and not, you know, people don't like surprises. They just like the surprises that they like. But I think at the same time, not having it figured out is, is a big part of this human experience. So absolutely, I'm far from having it all figured out. But I just love that combination of grit and grace as i said the masculine and that feminine and i love the point here firstly love is the answer and it's not something they never bob marley song this is real ladies and gentlemen this is the way we can evolve and ascend as a species we cannot do it without love and as such i believe we cannot do it without grace and i loved what you started with there Emily. it's not just grace for everyone else around us it's actually grace for ourselves giving ourselves the the love and the compassion and the care and the patience and the understanding that we believe others would like. How about we give that to ourselves first? would be a good place to start.
0: Mm, I love that. And hey, thank you for having me on. I mean, like I said, my husband was like, you shouldn't go on. I can tell you're in a lot of pain. You should just rest. And I was like, I don't want to miss this chance because I've been wanting to talk with you for so long. So I'm sorry I may not be as like crisp or clear, or, but I'm here. It's perfect. I, I want to be here for you and your listeners. And just let them know that, hey, even though it's not perfect and you're not your best, you still show up
1: yeah absolutely love it. I've got one last question, but before I get to that question, just give us um, a, a quick explanation of the unstoppable success summit that you're running.
0: Oh my gosh, well, this is this is the biggest thing that I do, the most fulfilling thing that I do because I have an unstoppable success summit that I run every year, and I have this year speakers like John Gordon. Ben Newman, Rudy Ricksteins, Rachel, Luna, Henry Amar, like huge speakers. Along with, I invite some of my mastermind speakers to come up on the stage and speak. And we do an event where we just come together and offer tips on strategy, clarity, and business tools to up-level your success. And so I'm so excited about this. So we have that coming up. So that's the most like exciting thing coming up. That's April 19th and 20th in Dallas. Mark it on your calendar. That's gonna be a big one.
1: That will be awesome, there's nothing like it. For those listening, particularly those in the US regions and, and surrounding regions, it's Unstoppable Success Summit Dot com. So one word, UnstoppableSuccessSummit.com. I've got a last question for you. Straight off the cuff, you ready?
0: Yeah, let's go for it.
1: I want you now to imagine, Emily, that you are on the world stage. Eight billion people and every sentient being has gathered to hear your message to the world. Whenever you're ready, take a breath. And please do tell us, what is your message to the world right now?
0: Oh. You have the resilience within you. It comes from deep within you and the support around you. And don't ever forget to connect with the people around you. And if I could just say like a quick second of that, that's what I would say is that it comes from within you and the support from around you. And I think we need to reach out more and more and be connected. Mm.
1: Thank you so much. Amberly Lago, everybody, AmberlyLager.com and the same on the socials that we've discussed. Thank you so much for taking the time. God bless you. Lots of healing and strength and, and, and great rest to you on this beautiful afternoon as well. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much once again thank you so much for listening and if you want to learn more about how to walk the quantum path into life mastery business mastery uh, if you want to learn more about our live events or coaching or anything that we offer go to www.drespen.com that's drespe dot or email info at Dr. and let's find out how we can help you take your life your business and your mission to a whole nother level we'll see you next time